Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good oh, let me start sharing. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Good morning to you. Hey y'all. Good morning. Welcome, welcome into this place. So uh, some of the older songs we used to sing, sometimes they were so sad. <laughs> Like, why did we sing those? So I, I know every time we see something, it's not necessarily something we're supposed to do, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're getting freed and delivered and set free. Ooh, come on, y'all. My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sharing. Do me a favor. You go ahead and share too. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. Putting the devotional absolutely everywhere that it can go. Hey, Miss Williams. Hey, Mimi. Hey, Miss Isler. How y'all doing? Hey, Tam. Hey, Black Beauty. Good morning. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Eve. Hey, Lynette. Jessica. Amazing. Good morning to you as well. Good morning, Julia, Vanessa, DeShannon, Monica, Alexis, Katina. Good morning, Nia. Hey, Kirby. Hey, Jerrica. Hey, Shania. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Katina. Hey, Carlos. Good morning to y'all. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love how he just <laughs> leave before. Um, I, can, I can be in one direction. And know that this is the what the Lord has told me to do. And the Lord comes um, right back in and shifts my perspective in the morning. Um, thought I was getting ready to talk about something else, but apparently we're getting ready to do something else. I love how he does me like that. <laughs> I'm like, what? Guess that's why you should study to show yourself approved always. <laughs> because whatever. Wherever you want to go, we're going today. I'm like, what? This is not what we studied. But I hear him and I don't ever want to lean into my own understanding or the path that he's trying to take me um, to lead me in my relationship. And I am a, yeah, I hear you, Lord. I am a stickler or have been. He's been wrecking my life the last few years. I have always been a stickler particular for this is the way I do things, you know, this is the way, and lately he's been like, come here, little mama, um, if I'm going to lead this relationship, then uh, it might not look like the way um, that you look, you think it's supposed to look, or if you're trying to seek and get to know me and find me, how about you let me show you how to find me? I'm like, okay. And that seems to be how we've been maybe the last couple of years. And the scriptural reference he gave me for that was um, Psalms 23. We talk about the Lord being our good shepherd all the time. Where's my shepherd? I shall not want, you know. And the Lord is, I am. Am I really? Woo! Come on. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And the Lord is like, I am. 
Am I really? Am I really? Come on, y'all keep sharing the devotion. Hey, good morning, Myra. Hey, cuz. Good morning, Trina. The Lord is like, I am your shepherd. Am I really your shepherd? So I have had to learn how to become Mimi flexible. Um, I have learned how to become um, sensitive to him at a different level and capacity because what I found myself doing was building a rhythm um, and I was becoming out of cadence with God. Thank you for tagging, Sharice. Um, I was becoming out of cadence with God because um, I was used to experiencing him um, and I was becoming familiar with him. So I'm learning to shift. Um, Moses, I think that's for me what Moses was doing when he was with the people. And as he was with them and he was like, hey, you know, um, um, <laughs> they were in another place of need. Woo! Come on, it's a word. They were in another place of need. And as they were in another place of need, um, before he had tapped the rock, that's what he had did before, and the miracle came. Well, um, this time the Lord told him to speak to the rock. Um, and instead of Moses, this is an exodus, instead of Moses speaking to the rock as the Lord had ordered him, what he did was he went back and tapped the rock again and disobeyed God. And the way the Lord has showed me is when we operate with him in familiar spaces, um, we tend to miss the shift. Uh, we tend to miss the blessing. We tend to miss the moment. We tend to miss whatever he's trying to do. So one of the things that I am trying to do or I have learned how to do is I've had to learn how to slow my day down so that he can really lead and lean and give my day over to him. This is why I get out of bed early. Um, when I don't get out of bed early, I'll never get to let him lead the day. So starting my day, and this will help some of y'all who are budding in your relationship with God or growing in your relationship with God. Like the more time I have in the morning to prepare myself and to get up, then he gets to really lead and orchestrate the day. When I am rushed and I'm jumping out the bed, then I tap into familiar places with him. And sometimes I can tell too, like I don't even feel full. Like I don't even feel what I need for that day because I've orchestrated my day in the way that I feel like the day has wanted me to go. And he's like, no, I need, I need, I need you to lean into me different. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all their heart. Lean not into thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct my path. Woo! And then the next part says he's going to make all my stuff great too. And I need him to make all my stuff great. So, so um, I've learned, like I, I study, I spend a lot of time studying. I spend a lot of time in the word of God, writing things out, writing all these great things out. I thought we was getting ready to shift into Romans 12 this week. Still studying Romans 12. Still may get there. We just ain't getting there today. And then I hear the Lord um, as he was speaking to me this morning, as I was praying this morning, um, um, I hear the Lord taking me to this particular scripture we're going to meditate on. So let me pray over us first. I hope that help you. Hope so. I hope that I hope some of that that helps some of you even your own personal time. Like we, Lord, I need a refreshing. And it's like when you seek Him, Psalms one tells us when we delight, seek Him when we plant ourselves in Him, we'll always get what we need. And so if we come into a space where um, 
Are we coming to a space where we're not not an emotional thing with God? Because a lot of us have thought about thought, been taught to be emotional in God. I'm not talking about emotional. But when we come into a space and we don't feel the, feel the refreshing and we don't feel the restoration that should come when we are watered in the word, then we need to probably pull away and just like seek him a little different because the word refreshes, it washes, it restores. The word is alive. It's active. It's quicker than any two-edged sword. It will drive down between the bone marrow and separate what's from God and what's not from God. It will separate it. But I have found in this fast-paced world and this world that keeps us full of distractions and this world that tends to pull us in all type of directions, that the biggest thing for me has been when I wake up in the morning that I assume nothing about God. Woo! That I slow down. Um, yesterday, the Lord had me pause. I got off the devotional. I thought I was done. I'm getting ready to move into my realm as a mother. And he says, I need you to pause and I need you to pray for men. And so I didn't do it from the Lakeisha M. Johnson page. I did it from my personal page. But I prayed for our men yesterday. I don't know what that did. I don't know what that did. I don't know why that was necessary. But if I didn't let him lead my day and orchestrate my steps, I would have missed the opportunity to pray for men. And I'm telling you, I know the prayers were needed because of the, the men that tapped into the prayers that was going, you don't know how much I needed this. You don't know how spot on you were. You don't know. And I'm just like, okay, Lord. Okay, Lord, I hear you. Let me um, be in position, in the position you want me to have, not in the position that I want to be in or that I'm comfortable in. You lead my day. You orchestrate my day. Um, I'm, I'm called to your service, right? I'm called to your service. What does that look like for you? Do not let me orchestrate and move around in spaces, in familiarity, and then the blessing or the miracle, because sometimes the blessing and the miracle isn't always for me, but it may come through me. What? Sometimes the blessing and the miracle is not always for me, right? We would, Lord, we want miracle signs and wonders. And I'm always looking for the thing for myself, right? But sometimes me being in position and place orchestrates the blessing or the miracle or the touch from God or whatever it is. Oh, I feel the power of God today from someone else. So pulling myself out of all the things that I've done for so long, um, moving around differently and letting him set the order in my day, letting him, this is your day. I'm your servant. I'm your daughter. Uh, how do, how do you want to do this day? And really letting him lead me has been the win for me. And it don't mean I miss make it all the time. I do not. I miss stuff. I miss step stuff. But when I make misstep and make, make miss stuff now, um, condemnation don't get to play games with my head anymore. Now, when I miss stuff or I, I miss step in something, what it looks like for me differently now is um, conviction of the Holy Spirit comes in and then the Lord gives me the lesson, right? There's a lesson behind it. I get a lesson somewhere so I don't get to beat myself up when I do miss it, when I don't, when I'm not, when I'm off the plan. Um, and so I want to encourage you in that today. Devotional, when we're doing devotional, devotional time, this is a this is a devote, devoted time to God, right? And so you, a lot of times we don't 
get it right or we don't understand it right it's a time that's sacred it's spiritual it div it's divine and we we set it aside it's a time for prayer it's a time for meditation um it's a time it's a rhythm in god Woo! your devotional time is building a rhythm in god so we don't oh that's so powerful we don't want our rhythm and be in our own rhythm and be in our own cadence lynette and we miss the rhythm of God. Ooh, I feel the work of the Holy Spirit. Lord, bring us into a new rhythm in you. Ooh, come on. This is personal. This is not fleshly. This is not um, a religious way of living. This is how, this is how we uh, walk into the fullness of the relationship with God. This is how we walk into the power of God. This is how we are prompted by God. This is how we come into the full understanding and the knowledge of who he is. And I don't know about you, but I want the full understanding and knowledge of who he is. I don't, I don't want to have something stale and old. And God is like, hey, <laughs> God is like, hey, uh, I ain't there. <laughs> like, that ain't where I am with you, right? Um, what that ain't when I um I read something earlier. It says when our heart is a desire, is when our heart's desire is a desire to discover God, to see him, and to experience him and to know his story, not the story people have told us, then what tends to happen is God will lead us in that direction. So, Father God, thank you for resetting us. I hear you, Lord. Thank you for resetting us and restoring us this morning. Thank you for putting us on the path for your name's sake. Uh, thank you for calling us into um, a deeper place with you. Break all the strongholds in our mind. Um, give us when you give us teachable experiences. Let us understand you more. Um, break off all the religious doctrine that we've done for years that is not bearing fruit. Um, being and remaining in you should bear fruit. And so, Father God, for where we are not bearing fruit, we thank you, Father God, um, for the ability to be able to bear fruit today. We thank you, Father God, for your power today. We thank you, Father God, for your strength today. We thank you, Lord God, that you are opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of which you've called us to be in Christ Jesus. Give us more revelation knowledge. Break up the fallow ground. Break up the things in us, Lord God, that are not like you. Let us receive more of you today. Let our hearts be tender and responsive to you. Father God, um, we just thank you for holiness. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. And we just thank you, Father God, that we become uh, way more sensitive to you than we have been before and show us the ways that's in our life that is not like you. Show us the things that we're doing that do not honor you um, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to skip real quick. Yeah, the rhythm of God. We're going to skip real quick to Hebrews 4 and 16. I want to skip over there for just a second. And I'm going to give you a taste of what the Lord was sharing with me this morning. My coffee good too. It's going to be a good day. I'm going to give you a taste of just what um, the Lord was impressing in my spirit um, in the, in this morning, right? Um, and we see, um, we see this all the time in the word. We see people, um, we talked about speaking God's word into our circumstances, right? Rather than we speak to our circumstances. 
and we we are coming into a space of where we are learning to pray boldly. Some of you have not learned how to pray bold prayers. Remember, we've been making bold confessions and praying bold prayers, right? And so I want to just chew into this a little bit uh, today, right? So that we know this. Um, um, so we know this and so we understand this, right? Uh, when we read God's word, it's not just um, it exposes us, but it also guides us. It also lifts us. It also transforms us. It's doing something different, right? So when I said to you, Hebrews 4 and 12, I'm going to back up just there. It says, for the word of God is living, effective, and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints, and marrow. It's able to judge the thoughts and intention of the heart, right? Intention of the heart. So um, as I'm reading, Lord, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Uh, don't let me say anything you don't want me to say today. Uh, let everything that I speak be spoken in love and truth and let it honor you and bring you all the glory. Holy Spirit, lead my tongue today in Jesus name. Amen. So it says no creature is hidden from him, but all things are naked and exposed to the eyes of him who we must give an account. And then it says, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, that's Jesus. Say Jesus is my high priest. Come on. Jesus is my high priest. When we, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast, fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so we may receive and find grace in our time of need. Ooh, come on. So uh, another version of the scripture says, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive grace and help in the time of need. And today, just uh, I want to just shoot this. I feel like I'm shooting it in your veins. We get medicated with the word of God. Um, come bold. So this morning, come bold. So this morning I told you I'll be in the bathroom. I don't know why my bathroom is anointed. But this morning I was in the bathroom as I'm in the bathroom and I'm praying. I hear the Lord say, pray bold prayers. And I'm like, what? I think I pray bold prayers. <laughs> like, I think I'm praying bold. He's like, I want you to pray. I want you to pray bold prayers today. And one of the things that I'm learning is we never have to be afraid of God. Like we have a reverential fear of God. Um, we have a respect and an awe of him. We should. But God doesn't want us to lack confidence uh, when we come to him, we should not be timid and lack confidence. And when we come to him and we are in a society right now that has been teaching us and telling us that you can only pray and talk to your father a certain way. But how dare you try to tell me to talk to my wife? It's got to be sound doctrine. I understand about sound doctrine. But what if I feel impressed in my spirit? Because prayer pulls on heaven. Prayer pulls from what's already in heaven into earth. Our Father, which art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses and we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. That was not the, that was a model of prayer, right? That was a model of prayer. But here it is. It says that I get to um, boldly come before my throne of grace, right? Boldly come before my throne of grace. And I'm like, Lord, I need to learn this level of boldness because prayer is the passport into the spiritual realm. Woo! See, we be, this ain't, we live a spirit, spirit, soul, and body. We live in a body, we have a soul, 
Um, but the, the divine nature of us through Jesus Christ, all of that is in the spirit realm. And if you don't know that and nobody ever taught you to do that and nobody gave you understanding, you do. You will not understand what prayers do. Right. And so when we are in a place where we are tempted or when we are overwhelmed, um, actually temptation, actually struggle, actually problems, actually happenstance, actually cert, sickness, disease, all of that is really just an invitation to pray. And can I tell you something? One of the things that I have noticed in my own life is when there is an attack or a circumstance or a situation or something crazy going on in my life, what the enemy loves to do is kind of thwart or uh, push back my prayer life, like push me back into a space where it's almost like I can't pray, right? So when I'm tempted to give up, this is really the time for me to draw near to God so that I can receive mercy, so that I can receive grace. Mercy is not getting what I deserve and grace is getting what I don't even deserve, right? What I don't even deserve. So as I was meditating this, I'm like, God, like, what do you, you know, pray bold prayers. So there were things that I have I felt led in my spirit to pray that I could fearlessly and confidently and boldly come before God. Come on, y'all. Come before him. His throne speaks to the power and the authority that God yields. Y'all, come on. I ain't got long. I ain't got long. I That's so when his, his throne speaks to the power and the authority that he yields. So when we take grace, we, we uncover woo, what God bestows upon us at his throne. And you may not see the physical presence of his throne, but because Jesus is our high priest, we have access. We ain't got to wait on no priest. We ain't got to wait on no veil. We ain't got to wait on no person because Jesus is our high priest. We have access to God through prayer. That's why Jesus said in my name, we don't pray in our own name. We don't pray in our own strength. We don't pray in our own power. We pray in the name of Jesus. So when, when we talk about the scripture and he talks about the throne of God and we put these two words together, throne and grace, what it says is it gives me a perfect description of what Jesus did on the cross for me, right? And so Jesus is so full of God's power through his love. And so the throne of grace is where we surrender. Come on, Holy Spirit. We surrender ourselves to God. When he says, boldly come before my throne of grace and get the mercy and the grace that you receive and you need, then here's what happens. I surrender at the throne. Woo! Come on, come on, come on, come on. I surrender. I surrender at the throne. I, I place myself at the throne. Come on. And this is where he pours out what I need on my life because I surrender to him. My God, that means I'm not even going throughout my day. I'm, I'm not. There's no way I'll skip prayer in morning. Nothing with him in the morning because I need to surrender. I'm a mom, I'm a single mom, right? I, I have to surrender that to that to God in the morning so that I can receive the mercy and the grace I need for it. Woo, come on. And lately I've had to pray some bold prayers for my son. Uh, praying bold prayers for Josiah and his scholarships and his direction and his will, praying bold prayers 
for Judah's mind as he goes through puberty, praying bold prayers uh, for my sons that I can't put my hands on, praying bold prayers for my grandsons, um, asking the Lord to help them reach developmental milestones, like praying bold, praying bold prayers, because wherever I surrender to him, y'all gonna make me get out of here, wherever I surrender to him, woo, come on, wherever I surrender to him, that's where he pours the grace and the mercy into my lives. So I can confidently come praying bold prayers. It's not praying um, about praying for things. I'm not talking about that. Come praying bold prayers may be that I stand in the hospital room and I touch every door of the hospital room and I'm boldly coming before God um, for mercy for those that are in the hospital, for the grace of God. Praying bold prayers may be in, I take my stance in education and I stand in the middle of my school and I determine that my school is going to have numbers and rates that are higher than any other school. Um, praying bold prayers may be that I see my friend that's struggling as a single mom, and I know that it's her heart's desire um, for God, for her to have a mate. And I know God said in his word that he didn't mean for her to be alone. So I'm standing instead, praying, surrendering for her. I'm surrendered and before I'm like, Lord, I need you to bless her with a mate, cause her mate to come, like cause her mate to go. Praying bold prayers, Praying bold prayers over my son's school, um, that there be salvation all throughout the school, that his peers will turn their hearts and their minds towards uh, the king, the one true king, um, that they have no addiction. Um, praying bold prayers, praying bold prayers, coming boldly um, before his throne, not because I'm perfect, <laughs> not because I'm perfect, I'll never be perfect enough, not because I've done it all right but that I understand that I have total access to my father. I have total access to my father and I am not afraid to ask him for what I feel like my heart is asking or is feeling, or I am not afraid to ask him on behalf for another, or I am not, a, I'm not a, like one of the things I've been praying for is Lord, pull me into my destiny. <laughs> pull me praying boldly, Lord, pull me. I don't want to live outside my destiny. Help, I want to have the best day that you have supplied for Lakeisha today. Pull me straight into my destiny, right? And so praying bold prayers, drawing near to the throne of grace so that I can receive mercy for my failures, mercy for my son, even petitioning on someone else's behalf in their mistakes instead of praying for their downfall, really praying for my enemies, praying bold prayers because I understand access has been granted. Woo! My God. And I don't, my good or bad, whether I got the day right or not, come on, y'all, whether or not I was perfect the day before, whether I said all things are right, all the, that isn't what gives me access to God. If you could ever get revelation, then your relationship with God will change because you will understand not your good behavior, not your works. It talks about that in scripture all the time. Not your behavior, not your works is what gives you access to God. You have access to God because of Jesus. <laughs> you have access to God because of Jesus, not because of your little 
whatever you think you've earned or done, you have access to God because of Jesus. And yes, Malisha, when you come to him broken and contrite, the word of God tells us he loves a broken and contrite spirit. Ooh, come on, y'all. So I'm praying bold prayers because God's grace is going to help correct. Ooh. See, when y'all understand grace, you don't, you don't tap into it. God's grace, God's grace is going to correct your failures and help you. Grace, when I say favor is writing your story, because people don't like to hear favor, because people have misused favor. So when you say favor, people act funny. Grace is writing your story. When I pray bold prayers and I say, Lord, like, lead me into the life that you want me to have. Woo, come on. Then wherever I've missed the mark. Woo, come on, y'all. This is so good this morning. Wherever I've missed the mark, where, wherever I'm off, wherever didn't do it, grace is going to realign me with my destiny. Ooh. I used to be so worried about living perfect and making mistakes until the Lord told me how bad that was and how I was in self-righteousness. I was trying to be righteous in myself. I did not understand righteous in Jesus, Malia. I didn't. So I was trying to live this perfect little life that I thought was pleasing to God. And that's really where I was missing it. Because when it's in my own effort and my own thoughts and my deeds, then I don't realistically tap into the grace that I need. Ooh, come on. So when I say favor is writing my story or grace is writing my story, it is when I surrender, when I pour myself out before him, when I recognize and realize I am not enough, I will never be enough, and I don't have to be enough because Jesus is enough, then I don't spend all this time trying to get it right. I'm going to get it right because the more I place myself at the altar and make the determination, I'm not going to be... There were things that did not change or break off my life until I really surrendered and came out of my own little self-righteous, pious ways that really had nothing to do with God, that had everything to do with religion. Now, this is not an excuse for me to live vicariously. That's not what I'm saying. Because once you really tap into the grace, it changes your heart. And you don't want to live any other kind of way anyway. You don't want, you start desiring what God desires. That's why you renew your mind in the word of God. And then it divides what's in your soul. It divides what's in your spirit. And it places you back in a place for grace, for God's grace to correct whatever the mistakes it is, provide whatever help you need in your daily living. Woo! So it is it's not a oh my god, it's not a it's not a thing. So when I'm saying I'm become bold before his throne of grace so that he can give me the mercy and give me the grace for whatever circumstance I need. Woo! And this is not just for the now. This includes my future. God, I don't 
Don't let nobody like somebody told somebody told me this the other day, and I promise you, I will argue this. I'm sorry. They said someone had told them that God wasn't really interested in who you marry. And I said, or he doesn't lead us to help make a decision in marriage. And I said, maybe perhaps <laughs> because they've never asked God that. <laughs> I don't know. But here's what I know. God is interested in every single detail of your life. And as your father, he loves to hear from you. Yesterday, Judy came into my room trying to tell me something about basketball. I've learned so much in sports through Judy J. Oh, my gosh. It may not be my thing, but as his mother, because I love him and I'm interested in what he's interested in, I pause and I listen and I let him give me all the details and facts of what he needs, even if it's repetitive. It could be repetitive. It could have been something I've heard 29 times. I do not care because the relationship with my son is way more important than whatever else I got going on. Well, if I'm that way, if I'm that way towards my child, imagine how the father who sacrificed his son so that we could live feels about us. Come on. Imagine how the father that sacrificed feels about us. So he is interested in every single detail in my life, right? So boldly coming before him, remembering he loves me. Um, remember, um, he's encouraging this kind of relationship for me. Woo! He's encouraging me this kind of relationship with me. He's encouraging, he's encouraging. And then Malisha, guess what? If I say, Lord, what should I wear today? And he tells me, I don't care what I what you wear today, then guess what? It's my choice of decision. Come on, y'all. We're going to think deep, right? So now that I have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I can boldly approach God and ask him for everything I need. I can, Lord, give me wisdom for the day. Woo! Come on. Lord, give me your mercy today. <laughs> oh, my God. Lord, give me your grace for today. Lord, I need help in every decision that I have to make today. Woo! You will be surprised. When you start coming bold to God, how much help you really have and how much help you really, this is way more simple, simple than we know. You will be surprised how much more you get done. You will be surprised how much more involved God is in your conversations. You let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Like this is something I pray often. Lord, let 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 guide my tongue. Uh, don't let me text nothing you don't want me to text. Don't let me say nothing you don't want me to say. Don't let me post nothing. Holy Spirit, manage my emotions. Do not let me be emotionally all over the place, no matter what I face. You will be surprised because the scripture says when you ask God for wisdom, he going to give it. Yeah. So when we boldly come bold into God's presence, right, we understand that we have been made righteous <laughs> through the blood of Jesus. We don't have to earn this type of relationship. 
David did all kinds of stuff. And God still said, this is a man after my own heart. This is a man after my own heart. Because even when he was off, even when he was wrong, even when he was imbalanced, he sought the face of the Lord and he understood who and what he was to God. And so he walked in something that we think is unimaginable and it's not. It comes with the boldness. It comes with the fear and reverence of who the Lord is. And it comes when he seeks his face. Father God, I thank you for the word today. I thank you for reminding us that we can come bold. Um, Father God, reset our prayer life. <laughs> reset our prayer life. Uh, Lord, let us not be so um, seeking you for gifts and things um, just as an evidence of you. Re let us seek you for wisdom. <laughs> let us seek you for knowledge. Let us seek you for understanding. Uh, do not let us be wise in our own eyes. Lord, manifest a tangible presence of who you are in our life daily. Um, we need to see you in our jobs. We need to see you in our homes. We need to see you in our conversations. We need to see you in the hospital. Uh, we need to see you. Lord, I want to walk in grace and ease that comes from you. <laughs> I want to walk in balance that comes from you. Um, I want to walk in a new mindset um, that comes from you. Lord, God bless uh, your people today. Uh, let them walk in another level of truth today. Let this word sink so deep in their hearts that it begins to rewrite their story. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Janice, uh, in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh my God, I'm so, this favor is rewriting your story. Grace is rewriting your story. Oh my God, this is so powerful today. Oh my God. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you have done for us today. And then all y'all got to do is so be it. When we amen it, we so be it. We come in agreement with it, we agree with it, and it is active in our lives. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Two things. The Lord tells you to get a seed in your hand. Um, be a blessing to the ministry. Y'all know we 501c3. Y'all know we got Feed the Streets coming up. Y'all know we help single moms. Y'all know what we do. Drew Projects, um, Flint Global. We we are involved nationwide. We are not just involved locally in Arkansas. The Lord places on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry today. And we have been thanking the Lord for 100% partnerships so that we can continue to do the work the way we do it, but at another level. If the Lord places on your heart to become a monthly partner, to sign up for $25 a month, to become a monthly partner with us every month, or to give more than that. I don't want to short your giving. Uh, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You find all the needs we have in the ministry. Um, Lord, bless the giving of your people. People, we thank you, Lord God. Your hand is not lack, and neither shall there be. Thank you for supplying, increasing, and providing all their needs in Jesus' name. Amen. And can I tell y'all something real quick? I know the Lord is moving. Remember, the Lord talked to us about miracle signs and wonders. And one of my our partners, our covenant partners, her husband received a 22% raise on his job. Was unexpected. 
they were not looking for it. A 20%, 2% increase in raise on his job, like mind blowing 22%. That is massive. So just thanking the Lord for his faithfulness to God's people and how he provides. And the first thing that came out her mouth, it was so powerful. She was like, man, we're going to be able to give more. And I was like, that's kingdom talk. She was like, we're going to be able. She got 22. She's like, man, we're going to be able to give more to the work of the Lord. And I was like, if we will all get this mindset, it would change how kingdom does. She was like, we're going to be able to give more to the work of the Lord. And I was like, you are absolutely right. So if that's you, partner, give, give into the ministry. Uh, second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior, uh, and they weren't expecting it. Now, hold on. I'm just telling you, and they had sold a major seed. Like, it's just so much to this story. It's just so much to what's been going on behind the scenes. If you have never um, accepted Jesus Christ, but I need to get to this, because this is what aligns us with our destiny. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, um, this is your moment. <laughs> and I want you to repeat after me, this is what changed my life. This is what brought me into alignment to receive the grace and mercy because Jesus is the go-between. If you have not, this is you. I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I just, I just come to say I love you. Y'all know I like music. I just call to say how much I care. I care. Oh my gosh. So I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I see y'all. Y'all been buying them too. Pick up your copy of 30 Days of Prayer. Send them to all the men in your life. Father's Day is coming up. Tell them I want you to pray. Um, 30, 30 days, 30 days of prayer. I'll see them orders come in this morning. Uh, 30 days of prayer. Pick up your third copy of 30 Days of Prayer and um, send it to someone. Get multiple. You can order 100 at a time if you want. Go on and order 100 for your church. Go on and order 100 for your ministry. Go on and give every person in your church a copy of 30 Days of Prayer. Thanks, Cam. Uh, go on and go air to everybody in your church and let them get a copy of 30 Days of Prayer. Thank you, Shamana, for re referring five people. Go on and get it. Go on and get it for your prayer group. Uh, all of that good stuff. You still can get copies of the launch. I'll see y'all back in the morning sipping at six. <laughs> Invite somebody else in. I love y'all. Love, I just called to say I love you. <laughs> I'm in a love zone today. I just called to say how much I care. I really do. I just called <laughs> to say I love you. Come on, y'all. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, nope, it's not on audio, Carmen, and it's not on Amazon. It'll be on Amazon um, by, in August. It'll be available on Kindle. It's not on audio yet. We love you so much. Um, I'll see y'all in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father God. I just called. I love you to say I love you.